Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's a brand new episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. Thanks so much for being here. I don't know if we say this enough, but we're very happy that you you listen. Thanks for taking the time. I, we, we dig it. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for, you know what? Thanks for being you. Thanks for being awesome. We got a crazy week to talk about, and it's popping off left and right. I have it on good authority that the uh, the gypsy is, and I quote, rip shit pissed, which yep. if, you're in, if you're in England, that means you're just hammered drunk, but we're in America, baby. We're, we're in it. the States. Is that so, for real? Oh, pissed? Yeah, pissed is drunk. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, one of, that's they, one of the many laughs drink. that they have about all car- Oh, you sir, are you Americans? You're so delightful. You say you're pissed and we expect you to be drunk. And then we go and you call them crackers and we call them crisps and you call them blah, 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 blah. Anyway. Oh, you know what? We'll, we'll be circling back to this one. But uh, big shout out to the Queenie. The Queenie got the Rona. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that 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 broad, I got nothing but respect for. Her. I got okay. I, okay, but we we, we got to talk about the nine hundred pound elephant in the room. You guys, when when the gimlet says she's rip shit pissed, that that means one thing. We got to ask why. Oh, I just I hate Joe Biden. Woo. Okay. Okay. Well, I hate I thought... whoever I hate who is ever running Joe Biden. How's that? Like, who sends Kamala Harris to calm things down between the Ukraine and Russia? Who does that? Someone who wants to fail. Exactly my point. Did you hear her comments? I I didn't. I didn't. Oh, my God. I I just go straight to the bang up job she's done at the southern border and how... I mean, I think it's the obvious the obvious joke that everybody's making because she's like, we have to get to the root causes, the root cause. So I guess that's what she's doing. She's going to Europe on a fact finding mission to find out what what are the root causes? Why? Why? Why do these people want to cross the border so bad? One of her statements, if I'm not mistaken, was actually about the the integrity of the Ukrainian border. I'm not even so this started my whole like what? Right? <laughs> yes. And then I'm sitting there, and if she's going there to determine the root causes, I can tell you what the root cause is. That half of Ukraine, Ukraine speaks Russian and identifies as ethnically Russian. They've always kind of wanted to be Russian. Okay. That's number one. Number two, Donald Trump put sanctions on Vladimir Putin and his regime. That if they went ahead with Nord 2, they were in big freaking trouble. Yes. Biden decided, oh, we're just not going to enforce that. Which once Nord 2 is done, the pipelines that go through Ukraine are no longer required for Vladimir Putin to sell oil to Germany who needs it desperately so he can invade Ukraine. When he, when the Ukrainians could still blow up his pipelines, he was not as crazy about doing that. <laughs> it's uh, here's well, what the root cause is: your boss, you stupid woman. Uh, here's what. Here's what. If I'm if I'm Vladimir Putin, Putin, this one's on me, buddy. This one's on me, Vlad. Here's what you do: 
you take your army guys and you have them they got to get out of those uniforms that uniforms is a dead giveaway uh you need to dress them in like old adidas gear maybe some nike stuff some old uh you know how they give away the 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 super bowl whoever you know they print up two super bowl uh t-shirts in case either team wins and then they usually give the wrong shirt like to people in Africa and third world countries. You put on a couple of those. You put on some uh, Cincinnati Bengal Super Bowl champs on your, your army guys and then some sombreros. <laughs> and then you just you just have them you just have them walk into Ukraine because evidently uh, they, they won't stop. Uh, if they think you're from Central or South America, they won't stop you. You can just walk right in. It's it's the it's the army part. It's it, the whole thing is uh, completely and uh, totally ridiculous. And I, I can't even get that. It's it's crazy. Like, you, you, I don't, are the Ukrainian people, like, all up in arms? I keep seeing these reports where they're like, hey, everything's cool. No big worries. We're cool. No big worries. Well, they've been murdering each other in Donbass since 2014. Like, Thousands of people have died in that conflict, and you never heard a thing about it. Why are we hearing about it now? Because Ukraine is a client stake of the state of the Biden family. They got super rich off it, right? When he yes. was running things over there, we only know a slice of what actually happened. And we only know one family that actually profited from it. My guess is we're going to find out John McCain did. We're going to find out Chris Murphy did. They were all over there supporting the color revolution in 2014. Okay. Or was it 14? Whenever it was. All right. They were all over there standing with literal neo-Nazis on the stage. It's on video. Don't talk to me about, oh, my democracy. You can all just go to hell. This is about yeah. your bank accounts. And I know it. Here. Here's the other one I'd like to have happen. I'd like to have, because like, you, like you're saying, here's here's photographic evidence. Here's photographic, and I, I would love to have, uh, maybe let Peter Ducey do this. Like, uh, stand up and, and ask uh, Sleepy Joe a question, and he's got to have one of those old-timey uh, tape recorders in his hand, right? Like the reporters used to, they'd ask the question, then they'd hold a tape recorder out to get the response. They're like, ah, I have a question about Ukraine. Oh, hold on. And then he would he would click play. And then you would play that soundbite of, of Joe Biden proudly saying, and this is this one's on video too. And I told the Ukrainian, if you don't fire that prosecutor, you don't get the money. That's the one that I can't get over. That's the oh, one. That's uh oh, okay. okay so but, but is it a big butt or a small butt? It's Everyone. a huge butt because then you have butt heads <laughs> like David French upset that we're more mad at Justin Trudeau than we are at Vladimir Putin because Vladimir Putin's really just doing what we always expect him to do. He's getting froggy because there's no repercussions because Biden's weak. He did the exact same thing under Obama. Well, I got to tell you, and this this is just me, uh, but I am I'm I'm way more concerned about what Justin Trudeau is doing uh -huh. up in Canada than I am about the Ukraine. Listen, I I want it's 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 strange. I guess I just feel like uh, when somebody invades another country, isn't that why there's NATO? 
Isn't that why? Isn't that? Don't we? Aren't we ready for that? Doesn't? Isn't it like like a, a checkmate scenario? If you do this, we'll do that, and NATO comes in, and then it it escalates. So, uh, but I mean, Putin's not suicidal. He's not going to invade a NATO country. Ukraine is not. And well, they have no intention of being. They've been strategically independent for years because they don't want to be the proxy war between the United States and Russia. But that's exactly what Biden is turning them into. Well, it's it's because he's he's weak and he's spineless and blah, 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 blah. You just need you, this is big stick time. We're in big stick territory. Listen, get your frickin dudes away from the border or we're going to drop the hammer. And you don't want the hammer drop. And and listen, I don't want to see I don't want to see that because I think it's going to be a shit show because I don't but have I mean, a lot of confidence in our military. Uh-huh, but hey, uh-huh. maybe we can maybe we can convince some tough guys to to step in. Maybe Germany <laughs> has some tough guys left. How do we do? How do we like make credible threats after Afghanistan? That's the big problem. That's the. <laughs> And you, there's a couple people on Twitter who are. That's the to me that was the canary in the coal mine. That is the canary in the coal mine. And what you, we've talked about it on the show. We don't but, want that secret getting out. We don't want people to know just how weak our military is. Oof, that's a bad one. Did you see what's all over Russian media? I did not. There's a Biden nominee that has like given interviews about how he likes to put men in collars and oh. eat off their backs and all this other nonsense. Yeah. So Biden's newest pansexual freak nominee is all over Russian media as the typical American male. Yeah. What is that guy? He's in the energy department now. Uh-huh. He's in he's in charge of all of the nuclear waste. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. which is like, what an easy gig. What an easy gig. <laughs> like, there's there's like two places on planet Earth they put that stuff. It's not like he's going to come up with some uh, grand solution. He's going to be like, okay, that thing you've been doing, uh, keep doing that. How's how's that doing? Are we still doing the thing? Like, that, that's the easiest job. That's right up there with uh, Pete Booty Judge. <laughs> okay. We have to get to Canada in the A block because to me, that's that's the big one. That's oh yeah, the big story. Uh, I think Ukraine's going to be okay. I think I think uh, I think that's gonna that's gonna work itself out. But what uh, Justine Trudeau is doing up in Canada is absolutely terrifying. Now there is some there is some good news uh, in it. I guess like I love the way the uh, cryptocurrency community is is responding, which have have you seen those? I I have on the people that run the wallets, but the actual exchanges, they're helpless. If you have your crypto on an exchange, they're going to take it. Well, this is a uh, it's it's like an advertise. The whole thing is like an advertisement for for cryptocurrency. And, well, and, for crypto and holding your own wallet, like holding your own assets and holding your own codes, don't yes. put them on an exchange because the government can get the exchanges. Yes. So yes. Uh, so do that. 
everybody. I know I'm gonna get I'm gonna get into crypto, uh, and I'll have my own wallet and all that. This is just mm-hmm. the biggest. It's terrible. Like there, I, I saw a, a cop up in in Canada, maybe the chief of police or whatever, just saying, even if you go home now, yep. to the protesters, they're still coming after you. This is we and we always talk about. Uh, you know, projection and one side accuses the other side of the thing that they're doing. But they called the Donald a fascist. Uh-huh. They said and and wow, did they uncork some serious fascism now. And it's and, and just to point out and I, you know how I feel about pointing out hypocrisy. You got to just dribs and drabs. Uh, but it's always somewhat amusing and uh, and illuminates the situation i guess a couple weeks ago maybe even shorter than that uh justine trudeau uh was saying that this is a this is a, it's the fringe minority it's a oh it's just a it's a fringe group of like white supremacists and nazi just fringe totally fringe and now all of a sudden he's got to use the emergency powers act and then and then to watch the media go along with them yeah it's some fringe it's some fringy white nationals it's some fringy nazis Ooh, the emergency it's an emergency that's terrifying it's terrifying and i want more if and i'll say this to the people of canada i don't know what's going on today hopefully more people are going in this is where uh this is this is the time you can't you can't sit on your hands on this one Put your mm-hmm. stuff in a crypto wallet and get down there. Get down there. What are you thinking? What do you got? Well, first of all, um, if we're going to sanction Russia, I want to sanction Putin or um, Trudeau. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I literally watched police in Ottawa trample a woman on a mobility scooter. Yes. Um, I've watched them beat reporters. I've watched them arrest opposition leaders who were doing nothing um, other than being there. Um, the roads are so freaking icy in Canada right now. You can't drive on them anyway. So what is the big problem? I don't know. But I'm literally sitting here and the person like Justin Trudeau just says what he is told to say. The really terrifying person in the Canadian government is that Christia Freeland. She is on the board of trustees for the World Economic Forum, and she looks so damn happy when she talks about seizing your assets. Yes. She is like absolutely thrilled. People know who you are electing. My God, what what kind of conflict of interest is it for this woman to be the deputy prime minister of Canada and their finance minister, no less, and be on the board of the group that wants to impose the Great Reset. Well, this is, I, you know, I always try to, I don't want to spin it, but like I, I want to uh, try to find some kind of goodness or opportunity or silver lining in all of this. It's kind of a, I guess it's our version of uh, don't let a crisis go to waste. But we got this has to be used as a, as a wake up call for everybody. I don't I mean, people on the left have to realize this, that this is 
something's seriously wrong in Canada. You know, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, she always, every time she wakes up out of bed, she said, oh, democracy is under attack. We have to defend our democracy. This is, this is scary for democracy because democracy's under attack. Well, democracy is under attack. And it's getting its, its butt handed to them up in, in Canada. Listen to this quote uh, from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, you, got, you got Justin Trudeau saying, this is not a peaceful protest, uh, Mr. Trudeau says, though in more than two weeks, there has been no violence. Mm-hmm. So no violence, but he's got to use the Emergency Powers Act, which I I, I believe is has I don't know if they used it in World War One and World War Two. It's they, they, they use the Emergency Powers Act in case there's a civil war or a foreign uh-huh. invasion. That's what it's there yeah. for. So I guess I guess it went from being a fringe thing to now they're calling it a civil war. And it's I have I have well, to I mean, they're likening so they're likening they're likening the protesters to terrorists. They're January 6th thing, all of these truckers. Yes. This isn't fundamentally different than what they did to people who never went into the Capitol, who probably, some of them never even went to the White House. The couple in Alaska who got their door busted down. This is no different than what the FBI has done in, in our own country to some extent, but because the media was so effective in making what happened that day so toxic, even Republicans won't defend these people. Oh, uh, we got to talk about the rhinos later. We got to talk about the rhinos later. Oh, I'm sorry. they can all just bite me. Uh, so, right? So so where are, like, the re- the Republicans on this? Where is, where's the, the outrage? I'm looking at these quotes. I'm looking at this Wall Street Journal report, and I... They, you know, they're like the honking, the honking has to stop. The honking has. So I guess they went to the the judge uh, in Ottawa and the judge is like, hey, you guys, you got to stop the honking. You truckers, you, you freedom convoy. And the truckers were like, OK, and they agreed. They agreed to stop the truck. And then uh, on I, I, last Sunday, I guess the, they reopened that ambassador bridge mm-hmm. to uh, to Michigan. So. Good Lord, you got to go in there with your with your uh, your guys on horseback and you got to club people and you got to trample uh, women in mobility scooters. And then this is like the sickest one. And I was talking about this on my uh, I did a YouTube video saying that, uh, you know, Trudeau's gone full Adolf here. The mm-hmm. whole threatening to kill people's dogs. That was just that. That's like I it just hits on a whole different level that like there was an official official thing from the from the Canadian. I don't know, the wildlife people or whatever going, if you've got a dog in your truck and you get arrested, we're taking your dog. And if you're not out of jail in seven days on day eight, we're killing your dog. Just so yeah. you know that that's that's like, excuse uh, me. Right. Right. You're taking my bank account. You're taking my crypto. You're canceling my insurance. You're freezing my banking assets, and now you're going to kill my dog? It they were is. also, because some people went as families and there were children there, the Ottawa cops yesterday were threatening to take their children. 
we need this is like somebody has to do a movie about this like canadian john wick where john wick is a <laughs> trucker in canada and they take his dog <laughs> oh, this, i mean this this actually could be like a great another great thing for for our friend nick searcy to document just like he documented january 6th ezra levant and his team from rebel news are down there they're getting the crap beat out of them they're getting beat to the ground they've had clubs on them and they're still there covering it because well, this- the ottawa police is saying ridiculous lies and terrible things they 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 put out a tweet that said the protesters were throwing gas at them yeah you they put out all their gas they put out I, I'm sorry, I don't, I, I'm having the wrong reaction. I just find it so ridiculous. They put out a tweet. There's the, there's the overhead, like a drone photograph, where the, the horse is stepping on somebody. There's a woman down. She's been trampled. And it's her, it's her like little, it's her rascal scooter. It, she's obviously been hit by a, a horse. On the ground. And the, and, the mount, and the mounted police up in Canada are like, someone threw a bicycle at us. And we had to retaliate. And like, that's not at all what happened. You mean the scooter? You mean the scooter in the ground? The freeze frame from the video where we watch you? Oh, it's, we have to, there's enough independence uh, on this continent of North America. And there's still enough sensible liberals. I know sometimes it doesn't feel that way. No one's down with this. This is, I, I, this is another video moment that I said, it, this is like, this is Gandhi level protests. The, 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 there's no, no looting, no rapes, no violence, no, they're not pulling people out of their homes. They're not setting things on fire. This is the most peaceful of protests. If you can't do this, and this is where the people on the left are going to agree with this. Okay. So what's happening to the truckers now? What happens next time? And how? Oh, and then they go. Oh, well, we did the emergency powers last time. Let's do them again. Let's have the cops take off their uh, their 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 names and their their badge numbers, and we'll just go in there with. You don't want to live in that society. You don't want to live in that society. They always talk about. Oh, it's it's. Oh, that Donald was a fascist. Well, it looks like it's uh, Justin Trudeau and the liberals. What's the what's the famous uh, thing? You, you scratch a liberal, scratch a liberal, and you'll find a fascist. Yep. That's what we're finding out. Okay, we're taking a little tiny break. We're coming back with more stuff. We got st- we got we got to talk about CPAC. We got to talk about the Queenie got the Rona. We got to talk about that show tonight and the America First Warehouse and Media Campus, baby. Stick around. Ready to stand out, Army ROTC prepares you not only as a college student, but as a strong leader, allowing you to earn the rank of second lieutenant. You will be eligible for full tuition, merit-based scholarships, and develop leadership skills essential for your future. Start strong and enhance your college experience. Visit your campus Army ROTC representative today. To find out how you can earn up to a full tuition scholarship, visit GoArmy.com slash podcast to locate your closest ROTC program today. Army officers inspire strength in others. Paid for by the United States Army. In uncertain times, we could use someone to lean on. 
Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma will stand by you with plan options to fit your budget. If you've recently lost your job, had a baby, or moved, you can still get the health care coverage you and your family need. Financial help may be available for those who qualify. Call 855-452-BLUE or visit hereforyouok.com to see if you're eligible to enroll. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma, a division of Healthcare Service Corporation, a mutual legal reserve company. We're gonna play. Uh, I just I'm, I'm gonna dial something up here on my phone. I gotta I gotta Google something. It should have been ready because to me it's just uh, so. This is just in this just in from our, our our department of redundancy department. So Jeffrey Epstein's buddy. Uh, oh God. Yeah, who helped get the girls and do all this uh, do all this bad stuff. French guy. Jean-Luc Brunel. Jean-Luc mm-hmm. Brunel. He was an Epstein associate. Well, he killed himself in his jail cell the other day. And of course, the video cameras weren't working. What? It is deja vu all over again, everybody. And just uh, Gimlet so we can count ourselves among the cool kids and uh, the kids that can stay focused. We, we want to point out that hypocrisy, too, that uh, somehow in in Canada, if you donated uh, 50 bucks to the Freedom Convoy, even before a crime was committed. But right. You could you could you you gave free 50 dollars to the Freedom Convoy back when they were just oh we're just driving across Canada. They weren't in any trouble. No one was looking down their nose at them. You're going to be in tr- you're going to get in trouble. They're going to seize your bank account. They're going to seize you. They're going to get you. And they've got all the names, they say. We got all the names. So they have all the names, magically, mystically, of everybody who donated to the Freedom Convoy. But boy, I tell you, that uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and the Epstein stuff, we got, we don't know. We don't know. We know they were trafficking children. We know they they were supplying underage girls to people. We don't know who the, we don't know where those kids were going. You know, just kind of a mystery. How dumb, how dumb do they think we are? They, they have to think we have the attention span of uh, monkeys at an amusement park. Monkeys at an amusement park? Well, I thought about going, I, I thought about saying uh, like the, the attention span of rats or, or small mice, but then I'm like, mice are kind of focused, you know? So in mm-hmm. my brain, I'm I'm not even kidding you. It was a super long thought process that took a fraction of a moment. I'm like, you know who I think I would say a monkey at an amusement park would have less attention than a mouse at an amusement park. Like a monkey is going to be like, he's going to hop on the carousel and then, oh, look at that thing. That's me. I'm I'm a monkey at an amusement park. It was a perfectly solid metaphor. How do we not I'll give it know? To, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Thank you. Thank you. You're but awesome. how do we not know? Who like listen, uh I know I know Prince Andrew uh settled out of court with with uh his accuser. She got rich. Well, it's the same reason the guy had to die in prison. It's the same reason that Epstein had to die. Andrew's going to settle because 
and and like this Ghislaine Maxwell is going to make some kind of deal, but have her have the deal sealed because we're never going to be allowed to find out. Like maybe our great grandchildren will find out the whole story. Maybe I that'll so. happen. I want I, I don't think in my lifetime we will know exactly what Bill Clinton did, um, exactly what some of the other powerful people in our democracy did. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, we have a lot of elite people. And I mean, all you have to do is look at what they're pushing into the schools. Like, if yeah. you don't believe on some level the elite class wants to sexualize children, I don't know how you could not think that. Because look what they're allowing to go on in schools and look who they're calling the terrorists, the people who don't want it to happen. That is, uh, that is, uh, spot on there. Well, we literally. It is spot on and it's weird. And I remember, uh, where was I? I was, oh, I was down at the Melrose Improv and I was doing some event a couple years ago and, and saying that. That there's a lot of like, wasn't there? There was an article in Salon, and and yes. I think they tried to memory hold it, but it was a long time ago, and we're not going to stay on this subject too long because it's it's just so unsavory. But we got to put it on the radar. But like Salon, they, there's this, there is like, hey, you know, pedophilia, not what. It's not really that bad, you guys. We why should there be? There shouldn't be this stigma of hey, hey, hey. Yes, there should be a stigma. Yes, there should be. But I mean, okay, just go ahead. We're seeing professors back on TikToks and conference calls from major universities now saying the same thing that we shouldn't call them pedophiles. We should call them minor attracted people um, that they don't see how it's wrong. And then you come up with this story. The parents say their fifth grade girls told them that some of the male counselors at Camp Pally in San Bernardino who use they, them pronouns spent three nights sleeping in cabins with them. Per California law, we place staff in cabins they identify with. Per California law. People got to get involved. They got to get involved. Uh And and this there's there's been a couple moments where. It really hits you. Just have we gone? Have we gone this far? I saw. Uh, I think it was Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan is a is a huge champion of tweeting the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't regularly hide the ball. No, <laughs> I, I I like the guy, and and you'll see these tweets of his that have like thousands of likes, and and he'll he'll say he'll say like the most like. Parents have every right to know what their children are being taught in schools. And and you're and and I'm sitting here, I, I scroll by that and I'm like, do we do we need a reminder of that? And I I guess we do. Like I'm all for I want cameras in the classroom. I want I want to know exactly what these kids are being taught. Why is that even up for discussion? Why is that I don't know? That? I can't I can't imagine a world where you didn't know. Well, because they think your children are theirs. Your children belong to society, not to their parents and their families. One of the things that these fascists have to do 
is break the binds of communities and families. So they locked you down and now they're indoctrinating their kids to hate everything about you. Yeah. I, I mean, that that's if you think back and I, I'm simplifying everything greatly, so forgive me. But if you think back to Mao's Cultural Revolution, what was one of the things? The four olds, right? Yeah. One of them was people. People actually killed their grandparents. Ladies College and gentlemen. students. Yes. Yeah. You have to uh, you have to keep uh, an eye on what they're teaching your kids. And I, I thoroughly would encourage you to, to get your kid out of public school. I know it's not easy and it's 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 very easy to say it's another thing to do it. Uh, but you, you, you have to know what your kids are being taught. OK, uh, I will a little bit just about uh, I don't know why I feel like this is important to say I, I'm rooting for the queen. I'm rooting the queen, the queen totally. of England. She's uh, I guess she's she's probably what she's probably been vaxxed. What? Seventy two dozen times. <laughs> Who knows? But hang in there, Queenie. She's like 94 years old. Boy, she's got to wake up every morning and just wonder, what has become of the world? Prince Andrew, she's the, zip it up. She's the only, like, global leader who still thinks the West is the best. Like, she was there. She was there when we beat fascism. And yeah. when we beat communism. Like, her mem, and she is sharp as a freaking tack. She and my grandma share a birthday. That's adorable. So my grandma always loved the queen. And one of the things I got from my grandma was her um, necklace that in the locket has a picture of the queen as a young woman. So uh, what I tell you, it's I guess it's um, what am I looking for here? It's that whole thing like, uh, you know, good times create weak men and uh, weak men create bad times. And then bad times mm-hmm. create strong men. We're just in that cycle. And we have been. uh We've been rolling on some relatively good times, and it's and this is weird, and I, and like we've had the, they're like oh it's been the longest war ever in Afghanistan and blah blah did it it's crazy I don't feel like it didn't feel like we were in a war for twenty some years it really didn't mm-hmm. and that's it's like we've lost the uh the the definition of war it's like our our whole idea of war in this country and in a lot of places in the West, it's like this weak, mealy mouth. Like other nations are ready to go to war. Other other nations are still doing the old school thing, right? You got the, the, the cats in the Middle East. They're like, how can we turn this into a weapon? How can we kill the most people with this? And that's when you get things like 9-11. That, those are people who are at war with us. And we're like, okay, we're gonna put we're gonna put a military base over here and send some fellers overseas and uh, open up a little uh, Starbucks tent and we're gonna call this a war. No, war is when you roll in and kill the enemy and then you start over. I don't feel like we've we've done one of those. But I guess the last and it, this one didn't even feel like a war when we liberated Kuwait. I guess that was what that was like. But that that was that seemed like a police action. I don't know where I'm going with this. It just feels like that that we're just uh just like we're weak, just a nation of just mealy mouth. There's so much crap that you see on the news that I just don't give two shits about. We gotta get back to basics. Cause it's insane. You opened up the show 
and 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 you were talking about that the the guy who says he's non whatever and he's in the energy department and it's like yeah they're let them laugh let russia show the pictures of our guy in a dress doing whatever like dude that we gotta we gotta we gotta get down to some other stuff we got uh people in in schools telling your kid that it's okay to you can't you you can't uh shoot a gun you can't get a beer you can't do anything but boy you could get your sex changed behind your parents back practically that's that's insanity we just have to get back to some kind of common sense sanity this uh i agree yeah it's it's just and i i love i love the fact that uh like the the New York Times editorial board is is on the side of the Canadian truckers. That gi- that gives me you know a little bit of hope. And they they noted like Trudeau's flaming hypocrisy, and you know, I use flaming and Trudeau in the same sentence for a reason. Um, apparently, Indian farmers were protesting and blocking the freeways going into New Delhi for nearly a year, and he publicly supported them. <laughs> to protest yep. government policy. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's just absolutely madness. And then they keep trying to get traction with this Trump. Holy crap, you guys. We haven't even talked about uh, Hillary Clinton and the the, the whole uh, Sussman dude and going into the Trump computers at that Trump Towers and at the residence and at the White House. That's that's the kind of thing that makes me I get I get angry with myself. There's your big story. Here's your big story. Uh, you got a fascist uh, thug running Canada and you've got uh, Hillary Clinton and the, her her campaign spying on a private citizen a political opponent, and then the presidency. And if you think it was just Hillary signing off on that, boy, howdy, I got another thing coming. In what universe, in what universe does a private citizen like this Sussman dude go walking into the FBI going, I, I got it on uh, good authority that uh, that the, the Trump computers are doing emails and stuff and they're, you got to look into that and them those guys are, they're talking to Russians and the FBI, this is, the FBI is like, so are you working for a, a political campaign or are you just a private citizen? And he goes, oh, I'm just a private citizen. And that's a, that's his lie, that he didn't declare that he was working because he was charging. He was billing uh, the, the Hillary campaign for services rendered in terms of uh, tech stuff. That was his lie. So we're so either way you slice it, it's it's horrible. So the, so a, a guy just walks into the FBI and then the, uh, he goes, hey, look, uh, that uh, Trump's are talking. And I, he talks like Norm MacDonald because we miss Norm. Uh, he goes, uh, boy, that that Donald Trump fella, he's uh, talking to Russians on his uh, computer servers. And the FBI is like, are you just a normal citizen? And he goes, I sure am. And they go, thanks, concerned citizen. We'll look into it right away. And is that what we're supposed to believe happened? Like no, no higher up said, okay, let's keep going with this. This this is not a Comey situation. This is not an Obama and Biden situation. Oh, this is that's the big story. That in Canada. That in Canada. 
It's a, and then the, the the media is just like silent on it. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, if mm-hmm. if if Trump uh, blows his nose in a Kleenex and and tries to throw it in the trash can and misses, they're like he's destroying documents. I, I can't believe I'm trying to raise hell about it. I'm trying to raise hell about that one. Well, it's I, like it's, they're trying to minimize it. Or my favorite was actually the New York Times. Oh, it's very complicated. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> That's what? And it's like uh, it's like the email thing. And this is why people chant lock her up. Like, and this is the best example I can think of. You you probably have a much better one. Uh, but like when when Hillary has top secret emails, she go. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that meant top secret. She knew exactly what it meant. You you can't send those to your pal Human Aberdeen, right? You just can't do that on your own little private server. You, you you just can't do that. I remember there was a kid who uh, took a picture of the inside of the submarine where he worked, and he put right. those. He I think he sent it from his phone to his uh to his desktop computer, and they're like, "You're going to jail, buddy," and he went to jail. He went to jail because you're not allowed to do that. But once again, the other great thing that, that the Rona has pointed out, it's you got one set of rules for the regular folks and you got another set of rules for these absolute butt munches that think that they're better than us. They think that they are the ruling class. They think that they are the elites and they live these lifestyles that just shore up that belief system and right. talk about oh i was talking about this with a buddy the other day i did a a video on youtube uh about how rich chelsea clinton was about how rich chelsea clinton was and to me this is a great example she's uh chelsea now granted she i think she has two degrees one i think is in uh history Maybe it's world history. And the other one is uh, international business. Okay, so she's got those two degrees. She sits on, I think it's five uh, boards. She's on the board of directors of five. So according to those uh, bylaws of those companies, they have to have meetings once a month. Okay, so so Chelsea Clinton's life is she has to go to a board of directors meeting for each one of these boards – or maybe it's just a Zoom call. So that's that's there's five days out of her month. And whether she knows what she's talking about or whether it's just like Hunter Biden running a gas company in the Ukraine. It's just like, nah, you're there. You're on the board. I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Hey, just sit there and shut up. And at the end of the month, you'll get a big you get a big fat paycheck for being on the board. And then you also get stock options and all that stuff. And all this came out because one of the boards that she was sitting on did so well, the company, uh, with their stocks, that she had to publicly declare it. She's like, ooh, I had to, the, 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 it was such a windfall that the uh, – I guess the Securities and Exchange Commission is like, yeah, you got to make that public. It's just gross. It's gross. It's all about access. Yes. It's all about access, because even though her parents are just the worst human beings in the world, they still have connections. 
Oh, absolutely. So yes, we know we know why they're on the board. But I'm telling you, if you are Hunter Biden, if you are Chelsea Clinton, your reality is so different from regular America's. And I think there's tons of these. I know John John Kerry's kid uh, was in cahoots with Hunter Biden. They were they were air quote lobbyists for the online gambling industry. I think there is a huge class of these people who are like these like these blue blood Southampton. You know, we're just the Richie Von and that the rules don't apply and the laws don't apply and it's gone too far. And they don't see us as human beings. Look at what they did during the Rona. And that was horrific. That was horrific. You're not allowed to work. You're not allowed to this. You can't go anywhere. You got to do this. You can't make money, but you got to pay your bills. Here's $600. That was our first offer, 600 bucks. I thought that was horrific. And then now you got Justin Trudeau, another one, another one of these silver spoon uh, douchebag elites like Garcetti in, in L.A. and Gavin New, all of them. And we're not human beings. You're that's how that's how you can send in the riot police. That's how you can send in the horseback. You're not. You're not human beings. And I don't that's that's a huge, huge problem. That and Hillary Clinton spying. <laughs> well, I mean, and did you see her at the Democrat convention in New York? Oh, Hillary's after arrival? that. After that broke, it's. I know. I know. She got booed on the sidewalk, and people were trying to start the lock her up chant. And good for them. I I, I mean, she is just so, like, you listen to her, and you're like, my God, the only person worse at this, like, connecting and and just, like, mm, is Kamala Harris. Yes. Like, like, why do they pick such cold and awful women? It's it's like... uh... It's strange. It's it's like uh, Hillary Clinton did it by hook or by crook. Hillary Clinton, it, listen, you got to give it to her. That chick's motivated. She oh, is yeah. motivated. She had her eye on the prize. She tell you what, tell you who she's not. She's not a monkey at an amusement park. She she's a rat. <laughs> she is a rat. She is focused. Remember, she it's worth saying she was uh, w- uh, as a young little uh, D.C. lawyer chick. She was in on the Watergate thing. And she was ready to go so far and do such dastardly deeds that the people who were going after Nixon were like, you got to get out of here, lady. You're, you're she was that's ambition. That's ambition. When when the Watergate prosecutors are like, whoa, that's terrifying. So at least Hillary had that. Uh, yeah, in a weird way, I can respect Hillary uh, more than uh, Kamala Harris or like AOC. AOC is another one that that they just like, okay, so we need somebody to to run against, you know, John Mucklebuck in whatever district in New York. We it can't be a dude, so we need to interview women. Okay, women uh, it'd be great if they were women of color. It'd be great if they had like an, an ethnic sounding last name. It'd be great if they had a good, you know, good social media abilities. And that's how they got AOC. 
and oh, I was I was I was debating a guy <clears throat> online the other day for some new web startup, blah blah, and it's no one, no one cares. Like AOC has done nothing, and there's still a boatload of people who, uh, oh, are just like oh, she's the best. She's she's cost a bunch of people jobs. With the uh, the whole Amazon mm-hmm. thing, and then we'll we'll round it out with this. Everybody who is mad at uh, people like the Gimlet and I, and everybody on the right when we were so upset about uh, you know Obamacare and here's why Obamacare was was such a bad idea. And think about this as as we go into break. So many people on the left were like just ready to say, "Hey, you didn't get the vaccine, you don't get health care." You don't get it. Look how quick they are in Canada to freeze bank accounts. And you had a lot of people on the left who were really quick on the buzzer. They wanted to, okay, take away their health care. Take away their health care. Regardless of the Hippocratic Oath or to help their fellow human being or to try to stop pain and suffering, they want to use it as a weapon. They wanted to use it as a weapon just as fast as they fucking could. And that should terrify everybody. And that's why healthcare should be private. And that's why government is just way too big. You don't want the government as your parent because you get these little tyrants in charge and they will fuck you up. <laughs> like the, the first thing you do when you have a candidate, right or left, Google their name, World Economic Forum, Young Leaders Program. That if is... they were in it, you may not vote for them. <laughs> I think that's. We've a good got rule. a couple Republicans that were in that program. Oh my goodness, name them. Um, one that name I one. know for sure, Dan Crenshaw. Ooh, that's not a good look, Dan Crenshaw. Okay, we got to take a break. This is going to be a supersized one. We're taking a break. We're coming back. And I swear to you, I swear to you, we're going to talk about that show tonight. We're going to talk about what's on the web. We're going to talk about the America First Warehouse. We're going to talk about CPAC. We're going to talk about the Gutfeld Show. Oh, and, and oh, there's so much. Just stick around. A little break, and then we'll come back. Today, this breakfast isn't just breakfast. It might be the first McDonald's breakfast you're having at McDonald's again. This lunch might be a weekly tradition you hadn't had in weeks. And this dinner might be the first one you bought for not just you in a while. Whatever this order is for you, McDonald's will be here to take it. Get more of the chicken you love with a delicious McChicken sandwich for $1. And for an extra buck, add a refreshing Dr. Pepper. Dining rooms are starting to reopen in certain communities. At participating McDonald's, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ready to stand out, Army ROTC prepares you not only as a college student, but as a strong leader, allowing you to earn the rank of second lieutenant. You will be eligible for full tuition, merit-based scholarships, and develop leadership skills essential for your future. Start strong and enhance your college experience. Visit your campus Army ROTC representative today. To find out how you can earn up to a full tuition scholarship, visit GoArmy.com podcast to locate your closest ROTC program today. Army officers inspire strength in others. Paid for by the United States Army.
we're back. As promised, now normally this is uh, dedicated solely to what's on the web. However, it's going to kind of be a little bit of a hybrid. It's going to be a bit of a hybrid because there's so much going on this week, and I want you guys to be in uh, the loop. Okay, as we all know, uh, CPAC is this week. I say like, as we all know. I didn't know. If I wasn't going, I wouldn't know. <laughs> if If I was just... If I was just me, regular me, uh, somebody would be like, hey, uh, CPAC was last week. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, how was that? Okay, so this is CPAC. It starts Thursday, and it goes through Sunday. <clears throat> the only other CPAC that we attended, Gimlet, was uh, 2017, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So here we go again. <clears throat> We're heading down to Florida. And here's where you can uh, see me. I don't know where the gimlet's going to be. She's probably going to be, you're probably going to be spending a lot of time in security after uh, uh, punching rude strangers in the mouth and doing some kind of karate. I don't know where I'm going with that. I don't either because that's not a thing, but okay. I'm going to be, I'm going to be at, uh, on, on Media Row, on Media Row, our, our good friends at the America First Warehouse and the America First Media Campus. We're going to have a, a pretty good sized booth down there on Media Row. So we're going to be talking to people, getting interviews, being interviewed, having a great time. And uh, Joe, Joe to Box, who's uh, the, the man behind the America First Warehouse and Media Campus, he's he's bringing his bikes and he's bringing a lot of his buddies have bikes. So there's going to be, there's going to be much good Harley Davidson motorcycle noise as we arrive and depart. The booth is going to be pretty, pretty sweet. I've seen some, uh, some mock-ups, so it's going to be a good fun. And also we will have uh, a ton of fun stuff and information on that show tonight this new sketch comedy show that i'm involved with and uh it is sweeping the nation here's a fun little one here's a fun little one it's been so busy and uh so brian kilmeade over at fox news has a, has a primetime show on and it's on saturday nights and i i sent him a text like congratulating him when it was announced you know he's a great guy now, Kilmeade, Kilmeade does Fox and Friends. Then he does, mm -hmm. then he does uh, like three or four hours of radio. Then he still goes on the road and does stuff for Fox Nation, and he writes books. And when he got the primetime show, I was like, "Holy smoke, dude!" But here's what he does. And I might be speaking out of school. I don't know if he does this every week, but this Friday they they hit me up and they like. Uh, they're like, hey, could you come in and tape a, sh a segment for Brian Kilmeade's uh, primetime show on Saturday, but we can, you can tape your segment on, on Friday. And I'm like, ooh, okay, I'll do that. You know, and we were talking about Saturday Night Live. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is perfect. We can talk about how, uh, you know, bad Saturday Night Live has become and so one-sided and blah, blah, blah. Because I'm doing this other sketch comedy show with Nick Searcy and Jim Brewer and all these other great cats called That Show Tonight. So I can kind of pimp that at the same time. Gimlet, I've been running around like a like a chicken with its head cut off. 
been been just going, going, going and getting ready for CPAC and all that good stuff. I totally forgot that the segment was on last night. So I've got my guitar plugged in. I'm practicing. Try to practice every day. That's how you get better. And all of a sudden, my phone starts blowing up. We had so many people. <laughs> it crashed our site. It crashed. Yeah. Wow. Our website, our website thatshowtonight.com. And uh, I was delighted. I've never been. I've Usually, I'm not delighted when a website crashes. But that just like, it was a good little, uh, a good pick me up. <laughs> that people like Twitter was going crazy. People were all over the YouTube channel. So we got the site. The site got fixed rather quickly uh, in terms of uh, website stuff. But boy, howdy, it was a it was a good day. So a big I was so happy to be on the uh, the, the Kill Mead show. So we're going to have more information about that at, at CPAC. There's going to be we're going to be loud. We're going to be having a good time. Because that, like when we went in 2017, you and I both were like, "Oh my gosh, we gotta, we gotta infuse some fun into this bitch." So that'll be happening this week. Now, when when do you get down there? Um, I get down there Wednesday evening. Okay. Because I'm driving, so I'll have a vehicle. Nice. And I'll be hitting you um, up for a ride. I'm teetotaling. Um, Good. So I'm the designated driver. Um, Love that. Yeah. So as long as if we end up anywhere that requires parking, somebody else is paying the valet. I'll take them wherever they want. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. That and so I'll be spending most of the time in the media sections and writing on the presentations, and then I will be coming down and talking to the America First people and the I just forgot his name, Sean. Uh, Parash. 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 Yeah. For some reason I want to say Parash. Yeah. Um, Sean, Sean will be there. Uh, Sean and Kevin will be there at our booth with the loud majority. And you're mm-hmm. going to love these dudes. Because they, they are on it. They're all about organizing. They're like, let's go up to Albany and support bang. Or let's go over here and protest boom. And it's a gra- it, it's a grassroots movement. And that's what I love about it. It's like you got the America First Warehouse. We hold events. We tape uh, that show tonight. Uh, Sean Farish does Trump and the the loud majority people are there. And it's like this wonderful, cool, like cross-pollination of people. And we're all on the same side. And like I want to help, you know, get people and go and protest. And they it's 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 awesome. You're going to dig those dudes. You're going to dig those dudes. Okay. So come on by, come on by. Now, who are who are you there uh, officially with? Are you with PJ? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So that is where I will be, and they normally have us tucked away in some room where they pipe in all the presentations. So sometimes I just stay in my condo and write. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I mean, this is what this is. I've been going since this is like year eight. I yeah. skipped one after the car accident, but um, yeah, it it is what it is. It'll it, it's gonna be what we make it, and we're gonna make it a freaking good time. It's gonna be a, a a whirlwind trip for you, yours truly. I'm getting down there Wednesday. 
and then Thursday I'm flying out to Dallas to do uh, Mr. Greg Gutfeld. He has a television program, and he's he's doing his shows from Dallas, Texas. So I'm going to be uh, down there for one of those, and then I come back to CPAC. It's all it's all wonderful. It's all wonderful. Okay. So let us, so we did that. You guys have to come say hello. We now must discuss some some wonderfulness of well, from, from what's on the web. And uh, I will just start with some of the things that have me excited. On, uh, on the 17th, I posted a thing, because uh, I got summer on the brain, you guys. It's, it's, it's been on the brain, but now I'm publicly declare, declaring it. I am, I am ready to go. I posted, I found uh, this great link to, it's the best places to to vacation naked in all 50 states. So what you need to do is go click that link and then see what your state offers. I was, uh, I was, I was pretty bummed at some of the results, but others, like who knew, who knew that one of the most popular nude beaches in, in America was in uh, New Jersey. New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. I'll take fun to know facts for 500, Bob. <laughs> okay. Right? Would you have ever would you have ever picked New Jersey? I would have been like, "Oh, it's got to be Hawaii. There's a good spot in Hawaii." It's I guess it's a great I'm, spot. In I wouldn't pick New Jersey for anything. Oh. Well, that's that's one of the great New Jersey, the the property taxes are horrible and all that stuff, but Many, many moons ago, the Jersey Shore in summertime, and all our listeners in New Jersey are going to get pissed because this is the is not the kind of thing you're supposed to say out loud because Jersey takes so much of a hit for like, oh, it's all Jersey Shore and the Sopranos and booga, booga, booga. I'm telling you guys, the Jersey Shore in summertime, hard to beat. Hard to beat. There's some beautiful stuff down there. <clears throat> okay, speaking of beautiful, uh, Elvis Presley was a beautiful, beautiful man. <laughs> There's a new Elvis movie coming out. Now, if you remember <clears throat> when uh, when the Rona first kicked off and Tom Hanks and and uh, and his, his wife Rita both got it and they had to quarantine in Australia. Well, they were down in Australia to film this uh, Elvis movie. For uh, Boz Lerman, uh, and Boz Lerman is uh, oh I'm trying what's that what was the name of the movie he did with Ewan McGregor? It was the uh, the other big musical Moulin Rouge. Listen, ah okay, I'm not a huge musical guy. I'm really not. Moulin Rouge, flipping great movie. It looked great. It sounded great. What they did with the music, like I dig this Boz Lerman dude. And he's done a couple of other big musicals since. I haven't seen them. He did Elvis. And it I'm I'm stoked for this one. I am stoked for this one. Uh it looks fantastic. I I don't know if you're clicking around, uh looking around for uh for what people should click on the web. And I'm mostly going to my own stuff. Sorry here. <laughs> <laughs> If you saw the movie Dune, if you saw the movie Dune, which I did, I've seen it a couple times, thoroughly enjoyed it. 
the the YouTube channel, the kids over at Bad Lip Reading, they usually do like you've probably seen their NFL ones where they 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 take an, a clip from the NFL and they take out the original audio and it's as if a bad lip reader was translating what they think they're saying. Shit is so funny. They did uh they did they did the movie Dune and I'm telling you that shit <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard so incredibly hard all right hopefully hopefully you got one uh there gimlet because i'll just go on all day i will just go on. well i like the fact that you got your sunday jams up first yes i felt compelled uh Mm -hmm. to support our brothers and sisters and our freedom loving friends up in canada with some bare naked ladies because i'm like I'm thinking, okay, big Canadian bands, and like, I don't want to, I don't want to dump all over Nickelback, nor do I want to like really like go yay Nickelback, and like Rush. That's just not my jam. I respect those guys. I respect what they do. I respect the musicianship. I have never been in a scenario where I'm like, ooh, Rush, crank it up. Like that. That's probably the only time I've ever said that in my life. So I went with bare naked ladies. And uh, and so I'm clicking around their songs, and I'm like, wow, those guys are great. They're still on tour. They're still out there doing it. Gimlet, making it happen. Yeah, Isn't no, I like awesome? I like the bare naked ladies, and yeah, no, I liked I liked them just because of their music. So yes, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Okay, and I'm looking because most of these are yours today. I love that Cranky did something on PJ O'Rourke that needed to happen. That really was. Yeah, definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. PJ O'Rourke, what a funny, funny dude. And uh one of the one of the originals, one of like the OG National Lampoon guys back when they were just we well, if it walks and if it talks, if it exists, we will make fun of it. As it should be. So good pick. Got another so one? I I remember that we were discussing uh, are some trepidation maybe about the Lord of the Rings from Amazon? Did we actually have the trailer last week? Because I don't remember talking about the trailer. I put the trailer up, and yeah, I, I, I see that now. But I think that was that was after the last show. Yeah, I okay. just wanted to publicly declare, and I just want to be honest. I'm not going to judge this thing before I see it. I'm not going to judge it even on the trailer. Uh, and then when, when it, but when I think about it and, and when I think about what they're doing, it, I get, I get furious. I get so mad and I'm trying so hard. I'm trying so hard, but, Ooh, I'm, I'm trying to withhold ju- judgment. Listen, uh, you cannot understate what Tolkien did for literature the the epic what what we now call you know fantasy or epic fantasy he started that he's like uh because he was one of the foremost experts on on beowulf and knew the power of myth and the power of mythology and the power of stories and he he knows that uh the the united kingdom britain doesn't have one they, they don't have one so 
he invented this this myth and he he says very clearly that uh, it's not a metaphor for anything it's not about world war 1 it's not about world war 2 it's not about this it's not about that it is just a a story it is an epic story it is a myth and he made it for a very specific reason and he wanted to tell a great story and it was his life's work oh here i go i said i'm not going to here i go he created all this stuff. He created a, 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 a three written languages, uh, I believe, for for the for the elves. He created the language for the dwarves and the written language for the dwarves. He created this myth. Here's how it started. Here's all these stories. You've got the Hobbit. You've got the Lord of the Rings. You've got the Silmarillion. This took decades. He didn't do it to be popular. He didn't. And then you've got these total douchebags, and it's this is what really hurts the most, just kind of skimming in. Oh, we're gonna kind of skim in. We're gonna take that, and we're gonna tell the we're gonna tell the story that Tolkien ignored. We're gonna talk about the things Tolkien ignored. Well, I wonder why he ignored them. Do you think it didn't cross his mind? Do you think in the uh, in the four decades he was writing this masterpiece? It didn't occur to him. Oh, it drives me crazy to take somebody's life work and just kind of skim in and make some changes because that's what you want to do. Would you do that with uh, with the statue of David? Would you do it? Would you go in and go start painting on? Hey, you know what? We're going to make some changes on this piece of art. Oh, hey, Sistine Chapel. We're going to make some. I know it took that. Oh, OK. We got to move on. We got to move on. It makes me so angry. It makes me so angry. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's so, just... Well, no, but it's just like, well, we talked about your trepidation. Um, <laughs> how do you Don, feel now? <laughs> Don Lemon, I'm really, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to hold off as, as much as I can. I really am. I'm, I'm, oh, I might do a video about it this week. I don't know. Uh, but holy smoke. <laughs> we got to, there is uh oh, and I love doing these. I love I love the lists. Uh, we did the 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 top sex toys, which really is not surprising. I guess mm -hmm. I guess we're I guess people are pretty darn normal. <laughs> I was like, ooh, what shocking piece of? And I'm like, okay, that seems pretty standard issue, which is not a good sales job. Like I should be I should go the other way with it. I want people to click. I want people to click. You guys, you're not gonna believe what you see. If you if you click the sex toys thing, oh, I hope you're sitting down. There's some weirdness in there. <laughs> there, that's how you sell it. So we uh, Elvis, Bad Lip Reading of Dune, PJ O'Rourke, uh, Amazon. Uh, oh, and then we'll we'll round it out with this before you scooch over to uh, Patreon. There is a new book from uh, a gentleman by the name of Dan Morrow. And uh, it's called A Heartbeat in Danger. Uh, and it's a, you know, it's 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 fiction. And it's about a young girl who, uh, uh, she's a cheerleader. And uh, I, I think she finds herself, uh, oh, no. Yeah, she finds herself pregnant. There's been a family tragedy. She's at a bit of a crossroads. It sounds like a good read. Now, Dan is a is an independent author, and you know how we are. 
you know, Paul Hare and Paul and I, I'm almost done with that one. I love being able to support people and at least turn people on to uh, new books, you know, and we had we had Mike Barron on here on the podcast because he's creating stuff, you know, mainstream stuff and stuff with a political bent. But listen, I, I love doing it. So if you if you're looking for a new book to read and you want to help support another uh, creator, check out uh, Dan Morrow's book, A Heartbeat in Danger. The link is up at the website. And it'll take you directly to it. And it's uh, it's in it's I believe it's available on like uh, for an e-reader. It's available in paperback and in hardback. So I just I want to help out other creators, you know, like five times August that that uh, singer songwriter does some great stuff. We put buy his tune, get Dan's book, subscribe to that show tonight. Do all the stuff, you guys. We're going to make our own culture. And that is how we ultimately win. You're wonderful. I love you. So we're gonna we're gonna scooch on over to Patreon. How's that sound to you, Gimlet? Sounds excellent to me. Let's do it. All right, you guys have a phenomenal week. We'll see you over at Patreon. And one last question: Why are those pants still on? Talk.